from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, it's Sammy J, and welcome to this week's episode of the Let's Be Real podcast. This episode is so full circle for me because Maxwell is on my podcast. Now, if you don't know who Maxwell is, he is a Z100 DJ who was actually in the room during my first interview ever when I was 13 with Jordan Fisher. So having him on is so special to me. He is an incredible DJ and interviewer. He has interviewed the biggest stars from Lady Gaga to Ariana Grande to Christina Aguilera and so many more. I am honored to have him on my podcast. I look up to him so much, not only as an interviewer, but just his energy. I want to be like Maxwell. I cannot wait for you to listen, and I look forward to your feedback. Maxwell, I can't believe you're on my podcast. How full circle is this? This is like one of the coolest things. And I'll tell you, Sammy J, um, I was waiting for this day to happen. So I'm glad it finally has. It's you know what they say when they say like all good things come to those who wait. That's how I feel right now. So thanks for having it's, me. 
Okay, I was looking back at my memories. It is next month will be four years. Four years since we met. And just to give everybody context, Maxwell was there when I was quote unquote discovered. And he was there during the Jordan Fisher interview. And I remember I was sitting in the chair. And then you're like, no, you're going to like, you're sitting in the big boy chair. You're sitting in that hosting chair. And okay, I'm about to show you this photo. Okay. Boom. You got to be kidding me. This is 13 year old me. I'm going to post it on my Instagram from that day. All the feels. Oh my gosh. I have to pull it back. I know. Oh, yeah, because as you said, you first hopped in the chair where Jordan, like, next to him. And I'm like, no, you're in the commander seat. This is all you. So um, I don't know if you want to just, like, start with this, but I'm so freaking proud of you, dude. Like, you you sat in that chair and you never left. So that's super cool. I remember when I started, you're like, wait, hold up, hold up. And then you're like, <laughs> you whispered me, you said, you have to say an intro. And you said, like, I, you made me say, like, my name is Sammy J. And I just remember that so clearly. So thank you for teaching me. No, well, thank you for letting me be there. And thanks for, for letting me kind of, you know, help you launch into what's been so rad now. So uh, it's, it's all you, girlfriend. Man, this is, like, so cool. Oh, my God. I know. It's been a crazy four years. No, seriously, it has been. Um, I, I mean, I remember my first thought of when you came through and sitting back and and having like a little sidebar conversation with dad while we were watching you do your thing. And we kind of glanced over at each other mm-hmm. like this, like a couple of times, like, wait a second. There was I was scared in my heart for a little bit because I'm like, there is no way that I'm going to have a job in eight years if she continues down this path right here. <laughs> you are so flipping good, dude. <laughs> I remember you said to my dad, so how many interviews has she done? And he was yeah. like, oh, this is her first. And you're like, no. Yeah, 100%. I mean, not to be, you know, turning this into a big old gush fest, but I mean, it's just was the coolest thing to watch somebody with so much passion, like just really jump in because it's it's scary. It's, it's yeah. intimidating. And you were hanging out with one of the biggest stars on earth. I mean, we all know what Jordan Fisher has gone on to do. And I you know. like... It was no big deal to you. You took the bull by the horns, as they say, and you just kind of went with it. I was freaking out. I remember I got to cut gym class for that. I was like, yay. (laughs) (laughs) This is a fun way to skip gym. But that is a memorable day for sure. And I'm not one who really advocates ditching school for stuff. But it was I'll, P. I'll be, I'll be, it was P.E. That's what I'm saying. I'll be honest with you. For it Jordan was Fisher. Come on. For Jordan Fisher. You did the right thing. You like you it really was, did the right thing. Thank <laughs> you. I so, you know, we've talked, but I actually don't know, like, your story. How did you become a DJ? Oh, my gosh. OK, I'll give you like the real quick answer, because not a lot of people do realize kind of how it came together for me. Um, I went to college in California. I Where? went to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo and. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I used to play sports. I was a college football athlete, you know, but then let me stand up. Like I'm not, I'm barely getting out of the camera frame. I'm not that big. Okay. So (laughs) I had to think, what can I do? That's not going to get me beat up on a football field. And I was a speech communication, like a, uh, not a broadcast communication, but like a general communication major in college. And we had a really cool radio program at my school. And a buddy of mine who I played football with, we also shared a lot of classes together. And he was a DJ at the local radio station in the city in San Luis Obispo, California, small city, Mm. central coast. Shout out to everybody who has made their way into that beautiful. I mean, it's one of the most perfect places on the planet, seriously. So when I was 
kind of begging him a little bit, like, hey, dude, how did you get this job? Or I want to do the same kind of thing. And, and I would pester him for a long time. And he finally gave me the, uh, the opportunity to go and meet his program director. Because at the time, they were looking for some more people to drive the van around, what we call be on the street team. Toss oh, out so the t-shirts, do all the fun stuff. I mean, you've been to a lot of events, right? And you see our yeah. squad kind of do that. So I thought, okay, that's my that's my my opening. That's my chance. And I met with the program director, and it just so happened that they were also looking for someone to be like a part-time on-air personality. And that was my biggest dream, you know? So I I did a couple of auditions. I, I went to the college radio station, practiced a little bit, and came back maybe about three weeks after first meeting his boss. And he gave me some pointers, some tips, and said, hey, I think you got some potential. And kind of the same way that you and I met, he was like, let's go for it and, and uh, you know, just see what happens. And I was lucky enough, or I guess at that time, blessed enough to be good enough to hop on the radio. And that's where I first started. And since then, it's taken me to a bunch of different radio stations. And I'm yeah. lucky enough and, and blessed enough to have landed in, I mean, Z100 is just the best. That's kind of how I got my start. I mean, just believed in myself. And I just thought, if he can do it. I can do it. Let me bug him a little bit, and let's make it happen. And then you're going to make it happen. Well, you know, <laughs> my first interview was Jordan Fisher. Who was your yeah. first celebrity interview? I mean, wow. You put me on the spot because— I know. I'm bringing it back. Yeah, you're bringing it back. Ah, oh, man. I think—I I, I, want to say it was like a long time ago. No one who was really big—the one that sticks in my mind is like maybe the most uh, popular or still has a career going— um, I got to, while I was in Central California, we had this big thing called the Central Coast or the the, the fair, the, the state fair, and, and massive artists. And I got the chance to interview Christina Aguilera backstage. Yeah, this was a long time ago. This is like, I'm talking genie in a bottle, Christina Aguilera just oh, came wow. out. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Early so 2000s. Like, that was, like... And it was, it was scary. It was nerve wracking for me because it was kind of like one of those situations where you've been in se several of them where you're in the backstage of a show and it's hectic. So that yeah. was that was one that sticks out in my mind because I remember there were people coming in and out, bringing coffee. Uh, there was music going on in the background from the other artists performing. Plus we were at a state fair, so it smelled oh. like cows. That was a little weird. You know How what was I mean? the interview? <laughs> um, from what I recall, it was pretty quick. It was more of the, hey, how's it going? How's it? It was nowhere where I've kind of honed my skills to be now. Um, wasn't bad. And you know what? It makes me think I need to find a picture of that. If I can find a picture, I'm definitely going to put it on IG for throwback Thursday. But that's the one that sticks out in my mind as one of my first big artist interviews. I find that I didn't know you were a football player. Yeah, I, I was. Crazy. I grew up playing sports and I think that that might be kind of where my drive comes from to want to like be here. Because me being like, I mean, you're almost taller than me, dude, which is hey, really how scary. How tall are you? I'm like 5'8 on a good day. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, wait. Do you know how tall I am? Are you? I'm 5'2 on a good uh, day. Okay, all right. Well, okay. That right. is a... I'm... <laughs> thank, thank you for reassuring me that, that I'm still taller than you. <laughs> no, my goal is to get to 5'3 and I know I'm not getting there. And that's what's so sad. <laughs> I heard that Vans has like a dope sneaker platform that you can rock. So maybe that'll help. Yeah. Think I'm gonna look this that up after we talk. <laughs> but yeah, I played I played college sports, and that was my thing. And then like growing up and being the the smaller guy, and always really having to scratch and claw to kind of prove yeah. myself and to really 
kind of uh, earn whatever position it was on the playing field. A lot of people who know me growing up kind of understand that getting here to Z100 is a lot kind of like my sporting career is that I had to work my butt off to really show that I could be that person who got the chance to, you know, play in the game. So I, I worked my butt off the same way in my radio career like I did to, you know, earn a college scholarship and to, you know, play sports as a college athlete. Would you ever do um, interviews instead of radio, but just for sports? Ooh, you know what? I thought about that. I, I like interviewing um, all types of, uh, I mean, not only just artists, but athletes. Uh, I've had some opportunities to do some stuff on some like red carpets and events for sports. It's a little bit more difficult um, because, I mean, to be quite to be quite honest, when you get the chance to talk to athletes, um, you know, you have to you have to relate and, and steer the conversation in a whole different way than I'm used to with yeah. with interviews talking to artists because as we talk to celebrities who are in the music world, you know, it's it's a lot about uh, you know, the creativity and, and maybe they're promoting an album or you know something like and that. You can so, relate to their music. You yes, yeah. So when I talk sports, sports, I kind of have to put my mind into a whole different type of a mentality to really get to know and and really get to uh, pinpoint that thing that the athlete is passionate about other than the sport, you know? So I like to, um, I like to try to challenge myself to try to find that in, that would be kind of yeah. cool to talk to like LeBron, you know what I mean? That'd be, oh, oh my man. God. I just do want to something crazy. Let's go Next for it. Next week's episode, Kevin Love is my season finale. Oh, you just recorded it. Wait, hold on for a second. Mm-hmm. All right. So see what I'm saying? Like it's, 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 to, to be able to talk to like someone, another superstar in their world like that, like if you got the the plug, you know what I'm saying? Kevin Love is only like one degree separation from LeBron. So put in a good word for He's, me, dude. He was the absolute sweetest. It's a great episode. Tune in for next week. But um, I'm there. I remember, I remember a few years ago, Radio Disney sent me on an assignment to cover the ESPYs. And yeah. I, foreign to me, but my Here's what dad I and my brother... And so my thing that I did, I was like, how am I going to set myself apart? Here I am, like a 15-year-old girl, just like— That's my question. What, what am I going to do? So what I did, it was scorching hot. And at Disneyland, I was there a few days before, I got this thing where it not only sprayed water, but it was a fan. So they all came to me, and that's, that's how I did it. That's clutch. The The spray bottle uh, uh, fan thing is one of the most underrated things at souvenir shops at Disneyland. Ever. I'm telling you, it's so worth it. It got me so many. They wanted to come to me because it was <laughs> they were sweating out of their minds. And I remember it was right after the the Kiki do you love me. So I got yes. to do that with one of the. Oh teams. my gosh! Oh, dude! All right. They came to me because of it. The, can I can I ask you how how tall uh, was oh everybody my. and how short did you feel? <laughs> okay, so at that time I was probably five one, and yeah. I was wearing sandals because I knew I'd be. So I wasn't even wearing heels. Like when yeah. you see me, I probably been wearing like little wedges or something. So, at least six five. Everybody, you, for you the came photos, up to everybody's kneecaps. Like, th- they had to hold the camera because when I did it, it was like at their not yeah. even shoulders. <laughs> it was crazy, but dude, that is hilarious. But it's it's cool. It's cool when you you're able to challenge yourself to do that. So that's really dope. A challenge is always like good to overcome. Like I'm always terrified of live streams, but I've just been like trying to do it because like you're talking to a camera. But you know. Yeah. It's, I feel like when you challenge it, you only get better. Yeah, I mean that you're you're 100 right. I mean it's like um, it adds another tool in your toolbox. I say this a lot to my interns. Exactly. Is like that's now a skill set that you have 
that you can whip out of your toolbox when it's necessary, because not all the time are you going to get the chance to sit in studio with, you know, Liza Koshy. Not every time are you going to get the opportunity to be right next to, uh, you know, Julia Michaels. But there's going to be those opportunities like now, for instance. I mean, look at the world that we're living in. If you hadn't honed those skills, you hadn't practiced those abilities to maintain a conversation through a digital space like this, um, it would, you would you would be fumbling over yourself. But right now, I mean, you're already five steps ahead of a lot of people because you were willing to take that challenge before and, and you practice. And I mean, that's just kind of one of those things that um, not a lot of people, I don't think, in our position fully understand that to have all those different tools, you're a Swiss army knife, dude. You got to have all those different things and be prepared for anything because anything can happen. I've always just looked up to you because you're an incredible interviewer and you've also interviewed in the craziest places. You did it in a ball pit. Yes. You've you've wrapped gifts. Yep. You've you've done the whole shebang. So Chris, what is that like doing interviews and how do you concentrate during an interview? Because I'm looking for just advice here. How do you, you know, okay. talk to like Halsey in a ball pit and yeah. like still focus on the interview, but let me, in a ball let me tell you, Sammy J, that was like a dream come true. For, I mean, yeah. first off, for me to be in a just like in a ball pit curled up next to Halsey, I was just like, yeah, of course. <laughs> that should be your Instagram bio, dude. Huh? I mean, so You're it, like, it, yeah. I was a guy in a ball pit. That's, that's just that was it. Yeah. Um, it's it's hard. to It's hard to really um, and difficult to explain. But you really just kind of got to remember that that person that you're next to is just as excited or just as out of their element as you are, you know? So that's, that's one thing that you can both instantly relate on from the very beginning. And that also, it, it puts you on an equal playing field to where I'm in a ball pit with freaking Halsey, one of the biggest pop stars <laughs> on the planet. Yeah. But for this next five minutes, we're just two goofy people in a ball pit. And which is so much fun, which is so it, there you go. Th that's it. So that's the that's what leads and what guides the conversation is just that. And what comes from the conversation is just two people who are having fun in a ball pit, no matter who that other person is that's next to me. I mean, that same day that was at our iHeartRadio Music Award or not awards, but uh, fest festival, festival, excuse me, in September years ago. And uh, in that same day, I was in the same ball pit with French Montana. Nobody, when was the last time the French Montana was in a ball pit, yo? You know what I mean? That's, yeah. Never. But the thing was, is that we were just being two just goofy people, just having a conversation in this absurd um, just environment. Just two dudes in a ball pit. Yeah. So, so when, when you're asking about like, how is it to be doing those things? It's, I'm doing interviews with 1D holding puppies. You know what I mean? But it's just like, you really have to understand. When they brought those puppies, oh my, oh my goodness. That was, I think, my first iHeart Music Festival. That's actually when Jordan introduced me to Radio Disney. And I remember there was these, I was just like holding like an absurd right? amount of puppies. Pu yeah. And they, they could be adopted. And I was like, dad, we need to get we a puppy. Need to and take he was like, a puppy Samantha, home. no. And it, I cried. <laughs> it's, but the, the thing is, is that the same feeling, uh, the same rush of emotions that you're having, the same thing that whoever that superstar is that's next to you is having. And you're instantly human. equal there. Cool. People forget that. I think that they're human and that's what's cool yeah. about the stuff you do. Like, exactly. And that's I, one thing I'll tell you that you, since day one, have really understood and noticed. And, you know, for someone and, – and I don't like to get on the idea of, like, your age and all that kind of stuff. I think it's really rad. But I just think that you're just, like, a, a dope journalist, interviewer, you know, broadcaster – 
Because I mean, I'm just being I'm being 100 percent real with you because you don't have that same sense of fawning over someone or losing your composure when you're put in a situation as absurd as it might be. Even just being in a radio station studio, like you're hanging out at Radio Disney, yo. You know how many rad people have come through that studio before you will be there afterwards, but you never lose your cool. And it's because you're able to just really kind of just understand that you're in this situation with this other really awesome person. But at the same time, as I keep on doing this, you're both equals. And that's why people love talking with you. And that's why I hope a lot of the artists that I get to chat with like talking to me because it's like for that little bit of time where they're running through crazy promo for a day or five days or 10 days in a row, they're for 15 minutes of time, they're just hanging out with somebody who is just like, you're just a regular person like I am. There you go. Well, I think, you know, as talented as people are, they're just people, and that's what people forget. And then you build them up on this pedestal, but then you forget that they're human. They bleed like we do. They cry like we do. Yep. I think my favorite piece that you've done is when you went to an arcade with Billie Eilish and you just, you beat her. Uh, yeah, I kicked her butt. Yeah, I, I was, I I was, her butt, I was dude. impressed. Not even, and you I don't even impressed. know that half. Oh my God, we have so much footage of me just like whooping her butt at like all the games, dude. She oh. she, she was threatening you, but, but she was saying she'd win, but <laughs> you just came out. I, listen, I come to play. I, there's yeah. no there's no holding back. You know what I'm saying? I don't care mm-hmm. if you're Billie Eilish or if you're, if you're my grandma. If we're playing yeah. Dance Dance Revolution, you're going down. In the in the story, but that was Fair like one of the square. coolest things ever. And the other thing that's really rad about that is a lot of people don't know this is that every time I've seen her since then, we instantly connect. And that's another thing that's really cool about some of the situations I've been in is that I've been able to have just some really just chill and genuine conversations with a lot of these A list superstars. First Not off, a generic when, interview. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's just like we we're going back in in her mind when she seems like, dude. Next time I see you, um, we're going to the arcade, bro. I'm going to kick your Like, we have that conversation, whether it be a 30-second yeah. convo or we go on for 10 minutes talking about it. It's just something that we can relate on, and, and it's really, really cool and fun for me to see. To this day, here's another one that a lot of people, people don't know. Excuse me. Katy Perry. Years ago. I'm talking when she was just doing her Warp Tour stuff, when her first song, like, I Kissed a Girl, came out uh, and really Whoa. was smashed on pop radio. Um, she came to a radio station I was working with. I was working in Columbus, Ohio at WNCI and we played dance, dance revolution when it was like on the Xbox. Right. And I've spoken to her tons of times after that. And every time that she sees me, she's always like, dude, I, you're, I still need to kick your butt at, at video games. And I'm like, that was like 10 years ago. And she was like, I'm never going to forget that. Never going to forget that. And it's like, whoa, that's coming from Katy Perry. Like, holy cow. You know? But but that's just the whole part of humanizing, like, these people. But I will – I can't always keep my cool, and I have fangirled. Really? Because they're – Who? Who? Well, in my head, like, of course, I made a vision board, okay? All right. And it's, like, my dream interviews. And there are three dream interviews. And I know those three I will fangirl even though I know they're human. Okay. Okay. Michelle Obama – Lynn Manuel Miranda and Oprah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You, you better. That, I mean, if if that's if you don't fangirl over, like Oprah, I wouldn't be able to talk. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. She's a human, but she's like she's. But, but she's, mm, Oprah. she's Oprah. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing with Michelle Obama. Like I like you come up with some of the the dopest playlists. I might not be able to talk to you either. Lynn Manuel, I. Have I, you met him? I have not. The closest I've okay. come. 
was, and I'm surprised you hadn't talked to Jordan about this, was I got oh, to go I and see. Oh, I have. Oh, no, but oh, I mean, I, like, did he ever get you to see Hamilton while he was performing on Broadway? I didn't see it while he was in it. But when I found out, I have talked to Jordan about Lynn anytime I can talk to him. <laughs> because I, like, that's, like, what I want to talk about. I'm like, hi, Jordan, tell me about Lynn. Like, I need to know my goal. Okay, I'm putting this on the universe season two. Lynn, please come on my podcast. Like, Yeah, please, we got it. Come please, on. Please, please. Lynn, We're do putting it. this out in the universe. <laughs> I got to go to Jordan's final performance when he was on Broadway. In Hamilton? Of Hamilton, yeah. I miss him in Hamilton. So that's the closest I've been to Lynn. I I touched the the ground on stage, and I was like, there you go. Take me now. (laughs) Right. Who would you fangirl? Um, Let me see. Like, I I have before. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely a a fan of I lost uh, all train of thought, and this was a while ago. Okay. Rihanna. Um, I, I got yes. the chance uh, to, I, I interviewed her a long time. It wasn't during an interview. This was actually during a meet and greet at a concert when I really started to become like, yeah, like Rihanna is like, yeah. Rihanna. I, yeah, I, I took this picture with her where I was smiling and she looked over at me. She said, boy, you better smile bigger than that. And I almost like, I almost melted. So I fangirl over Rihanna. That's a little flirty. That's a little flirty. <laughs> it, it, and that's how I took it. Sammy, I was like, okay, this <laughs> might be Rihanna my shot. Rihanna flirted with you. She, she kind of flirted. So I'm going to I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm going to take that one with me forever. Um, Rihanna, I, I fangirl over uh, J-Lo a couple of times, too, just because her presence, it's not only so, like, comforting and calming, but it's also when you you know you start to think about who she is yeah. in the the game you're just kind of like whoa so i was really really smitten by her and someone else who i've had to really check myself and i've had to control myself around because i know that not only just because of who she is in the game but also just uh what she means to so many people was lady gaga and it you was, were in her documentary for like a split for just like a moment now that interview i was i was so nervous during that whole interview and i remember i saw you on her documentary uh, and, I, and i remember I, the, yeah. I was like i was like are we is that you yeah. <laughs> i was freaking it out was in the studio just right over here i was nervous yeah. that entire interview only because not only was it it's lady gaga but just because she is so intelligent and she is so I brilliant know. and she is so heartfelt with everything that she says and does that I just didn't want to screw it up. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I better not F this up, dude, because you are like the coolest person on earth. The more I get to know about you, the more I get to learn about you. And um, there were a lot of people in the studio at that time, too. And I was just like, there are a lot of people watching me conduct this conversation. She had a really heavy day that day. Um, But, you know, I still was just in awe, not only just of it being Gaga, but just how intelligent she is and how, um, just warming she is. I mean, it just was like the. Ugh. Do you still get nervous before interviews? Because um, I know I do. Sometimes. I mean, I think that uh, like anxious, it's like a good nerve, a, like good, a good, nerve. good nerve. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I really do. Uh, I got nervous before this. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you. Oh my god, I'm, me too. Yeah, I was like, I mean, it's really, it's just like I, I love. Um, I think the biggest reason why I get nervous is because it's an opportunity for me to to learn. From someone, it's an opportunity for I me to. I am the to, same exact way. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So it's like it's it's like I'm anxious. I'm excited to, whether it's talk to Harry Styles about his brand new album. I'm like I'm excited to get to talk to him and learn 
what's going on in his head at this point in time, you know, and yeah. and here, I mean, I was, it took me 10 minutes to get set up before we connected here. I was like, I don't want to screw this up. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I want to hear your craziest interview story. Oh. Your favorite interview story. And I know you can't say names, but the most bizarre or odd or uncomfortable interviews. Okay. I can't, I I will say names. I'll I'll say names about, uh, yeah, I'll drop, I'll drop names. I respect Um, that. I respect that. Most bizarre, believe it or not, for a lot of good reasons and bad, maybe, was Ariana Grande. I'm going to spill okay. some tea here, okay? Tell, tell me. All right. Now, the reason why it was really good was because she was, and, and it's really unfair, I think, that a lot of people kind of shroud who she is in this really weird, odd, I don't want to say negativity all the time, but in this weird kind of, nobody really fully gives her the benefit of just all the amounts of everybody watching her every move, you know, and just how crazy that must be to be that person on the receiving. Could you imagine everybody commenting or watching you when you just wanted to go to CVS to grab like a toothbrush, you know? Yeah. So it was weird because of that, because I was already kind of in my mind. The other part that made it really weird was that she came into the studio at the time that she was dating Big Sean with Big Sean. Oh. All right. (laughs) Now, not only did she come into the building while she was dating Big Sean with Big Sean, but we were told not to ask any questions about Big Sean. 
So the part that makes it even weirder is that Big Sean was sitting in the corner of the room while I'm interviewing Ariana it. Grande and not supposed to ask questions about Big Sean, but he's in the corner of the room <laughs> while I'm sitting there. It's, it's, so, it's, yeah. <laughs> so wow. it was, so not only was that like super difficult to not literally address the elephant in the room. Wait, did you? Um, I, I didn't. I did not. Okay. And, and I'll tell you, and because I, I respected that that was something that she didn't want to talk to. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter that this dude is like looking at me <laughs> while I'm talking to his girlfriend and you everybody knows him. they're dating. Everybody knows what's going on. But then I'll tell you where it was super cool that I maybe only shared this with a few people is after the conversation, uh, we had a fun chat. I've got to find that interview somewhere. And he came up to me afterwards as she was walking through. And you've been around our studio space. She was in our kind of lobby area with -hmm. her people leaving. And he pulled me aside and he was like, look, bro, I just want to tell you, that's like the coolest thing ever. Like he's like, I've been with her for the past, you know, couple of hours going and doing all these radio promos and TV things or whatever. And he was like, I really appreciate the way that you made my girl feel comfortable. And I was like, I I mean, it it blew my mind because he genuinely came inside to me and told me that he was like, dude. um, That's so nice. Yeah, it was so nice, so genuine. So it ended with like a positive, but it was the most awkward, weird, because it was all that anyone was talking about in the trade magazines, on the blogs. It's the elephant in the room and you just couldn't address it. He's literally staring at me. Literally. But you Big Sean's respect, so. Yeah, so it was really cool. Yeah, so that was was probably the most weird situation I've well, ever yeah. been yeah, you have this essence about you where you just, like, make nah. people feel comfortable, like, automatically. I remember I was petrified before the Jordan interview. <laughs> I was terrified. And then you just made everything so calm. I was like, okay, it's all good. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, that's that's what I try to, that's what I try to do. I mean, I'm just, I'm, listen, I'm just trying to be the best me I can be, which is, which is just all I know how to do. And I'm it's just all you can do. Yeah, it's all you can do. And I'm I, you know, I guess in that situation, blessed and fortunate to be able to allow whoever it is that's sitting across from me feel that same way. And it's just um, you know, shout out to mom and dad. Thank you, mom and dad. Love you right? guys. <laughs> so Lady Gaga, I'm assuming, is one of your top ones up there. What yeah. about like your craziest story? So the the craziest, like weirdest, uh, or like wacky, um, I, I think we kind of already touch on i mean just some of the situations i said again two and one yeah yeah but also like just being like in the ball pits you know um being in arcades like really kind of when i got to do like a dance battle with baby shark like those things are like (laughs) when i sit back and think about those are like the craziest and weirdest things that i know when my life stories like being told People are gonna be like, this dude had the most random like encounters ever. Like ever. You must like, have a popping resume. It, it it's pretty like popping. Like when I sit thing. back and think about it, I don't do that enough. But um, I've been lucky enough to not really be in a situation where there's been anything like too awkward, no negative space or energy. You know, there hasn't really been a a, a time in, in my career where somebody's come in and has been in a Knock bad mood wood. or yeah. Like that would be Knock on wood. Yeah, let's if we have some around here. There it is. <laughs> I remember, I think it was like a year, 
it was sometime at night, and I remember my mom and I were in the car listening to the radio, and I heard your voice. I was like, oh, my God, that's Maxwell. Is that weird and, for you? Because it's weird to me. Oh, it's so odd. I'm like, wait, I know him. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like when you see someone that you, like, know that are, like, yeah, it's, like I have a friend who's like on the Disney Channel, and I was just flipping channels. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's her!" It's like, it's it, like you know them and you're friends with them in real life, and it's like you see them in me, their element. For me, like a lot of artists, I mean, I think you and I are both in that same place where we're kind of lucky to be able to call some of these really, you know, talented people friends. So that's like the weirdest thing to me to literally be at home and I'll watch any one of these TV shows from like. The mask Singer, when Jojo Siwa takes off the T-Rex hat, and I'm just like, holy crap, dude, like, I know her. I get weirded out by it, and I always, I kind of wonder that sometimes, because, you know, I'm here in the studio, and I chill out, and I do my thing, and there's interns here sometimes, or I'm here by myself, and it's kind of strange when I think about how many people listen. Or listening to you. Oh, man. It's, I mean, there's times where I'll be talking, we'll be playing a new I'm just looking at the computer screen here. We'll be playing a new Ariana Grande song to say her name again. And 20 minutes later, my voice is on her Instagram story because she's listening to Z100 recording it. And I'm just like, you don't think about it. Like what? Like, like I'll remember the very first time that um, Nick Jonas jealous. I remember he was in LA and we're one of the few stations that are on the Sirius XM app also. And he had his, he was in his, like his Fiat in Los Angeles. I'm playing his song. He's recording it. And then like people are hitting me up. Like, do you know that you're on Nick Jonas's? And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's just like the the weirdest thing. It messes with your mind sometimes. Cause you're like, there actually about are people listening. Like it's strange. Exactly. It's the oddest thing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. It, not like, at all. Not at it's all. It's like a mind, whatever. <laughs> I don't. Even now, but <laughs> since you are a very talented radio host, uh-huh. how do you judge? I'm always curious by this because you've played so many hits. Can you tell when something's going to be a hit? And if so, what are the qualities? Of wow. It? You know what? That's a tough one because I think it's just, it's a feeling you get. Um, and I, cause I, I've been I've been in music for a while, and I've listened to a lot of songs, as you said. Some just feel right. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a certain sound, if it's a tip. It's just there's really no way to explain it because all of these artists create records from their heart, you know, even if it's just the most simplest pop record. I mean, it's it's still a story that they're choosing to tell. But sometimes one just jumps out that feels bigger okay. than the others, right? So it's you know, a like feeling. Yeah, it's just a feeling, and I don't. I, it just it just hits you sometimes. Um, but you can't really tell that it because there are other songs that you would never think would become massive hits. But then when you sit back and you think about it a little bit, you realize why they did. But you can't tell from the very beginning. Let's think. Did you ever think that like Louis Capaldi, someone you loved, was going to become this record that everybody in the world? you know, jams to it's, it's, it's weird because everyone has such a different taste in music. So you don't yeah. know what's going to kind of stand. Exactly. Um, what it, it's so odd. What it, for all the musicians listening here, what advice do you have for musicians who want to get something on the radio or want to write a song that they think would be popular? First off, I would say, and I hear this from a lot of big time songwriters along of art, a lot of artists, 
is you just have to write what's true to you, what is really a feeling that you have inside. And and it might sound like it's kind of selfish, but you had like an awesome, you know, time chatting with Julia Michaels, who is like one of the biggest and best songwriters on earth. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. Have you heard her? Have you heard the song Anxiety? Yeah. Oh, her, like, I love Julia Michaels. Her, Julia. Julia, shout out to you. Shout out to you. You're an incredible person. You know, I, the reason I have this podcast is because I filmed the pilot with her. And it got picked up because of that interview. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Thank you, Julia. And and I'll I'll tell you, and I I can imagine that a lot of it had to do is that you were able and she was able to really just be who she is, you know, and she was able to speak her truth. and, And that comes out through her music. So for like an upcoming artist, I would say... And I hear this, like I said, from a lot of different people who have been in the game for a long time, is that you, you really can't fake, you know, you really can't try to be somebody else. Don't come into the you game thinking, authentic. yeah, that you want to be the next Justin Bieber. Like, there's only one Justin Bieber. Don't come into the game thinking, oh my gosh, I got to be the next Miley Cyrus and create with that being on the front of your brain. Um, you know, that stuff happens for those artists uh, over time because you know, they're they're tapping into true emotions that they have they've got you know they they're that they're them you know they're they're them so i would say just try to be the best you that you can be especially now where music can be consumed so many different places that yeah. you know fans want to come to you because of what they feel that you are saying of uh, and how you're speaking your truth and how they can relate to the story that you're sharing so if you're trying to be somebody that you're not you're building a relationship. They can see right through it. They can see right through it. You're building a relationship that is built off of lies. And nobody well, it, wants it's that. It's kind of like with, it's the same thing that goes with interviews too. You can tell when something's, yep. like you're your own, like no one else can be Maxwell, you know, like. That's it. Yeah. That's, that, it. I mean, that's exactly it. It's it's just be yourself. Uh, don't try to create a hit. Um, a lot Ooh. of people have said that. They've said they've had their best success when they just went into the studio and they just wrote what felt right to them. And that was what came of the session. And next thing you know, you've got a song on Z100 and you're just like, Louis Capaldi was just like, I was just writing a song that, you know, I was dealing with loss at the time. That's how I felt. There you go. He was being awesome and he was being open and we all connected to it. So there you have it. I mean, that's all you can do at the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, you had a podcast. Is it you haven't been putting out episodes? No, no. Back? Actually, you know, that's really funny that you have been and whether you know this or not, you have been kind of like the fire under my butt to get back into doing stuff like that. Like we uh, I had we myself and my friend Raven, who was in uh, who actually is in I should still say is in Dallas. She works for a radio station in Dallas. And we threw similar to what we're doing here. We launched like two different seasons of a podcast that we called Friends with Work Benefits. And it was it's super cool. She and I, uh, one issue with that was that the scheduling, she's a midday personality on a bunch of radio stations. And it's really and you're difficult. you're at night. I'm at night, coming together, people using stuff. So that kind of, we, we had planned to do more seasons. But then actually, too, as all this kind of crazy coronavirus stuff hit, it just became increasingly more difficult. And then I started to do some stuff where um, I actually have recorded quite a few more episodes of the podcast that I was doing by myself that I call It's Okay to Be Loud. I and, know. And yeah. the people you got for that those 
I've listened to them. They're incredible. You had like you had the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, you it's, had it's super cool. Lady Gaga. You had what the Chainsmokers. Yeah. So like so what I started to do is really start to get back into doing that, and it's been it's really been watching like how driven. Uh, and I'm 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 not lying to you at all. When I've been sitting back and I'm thinking, Sammy J is kicking butt right now. Like if I want to maintain this, if I want to continue to you know make sure that I'm doing the best that I can do, I better start kicking butt also. Um. So yeah. So I started to uh I started to put together some uh, episodes together with my with my producers. We started to reach out to some more artists. We started to gather some interviews. And uh, yeah, so I, I've got some. I got some in the can. We're we're dealing with like the design process now. And oh my god, yeah, the, format, the most so. stressful part. Cause I oh my god, for like my cover, it took me forever to decide. Yeah. Cause I was like, this is cause my podcast was the first thing that I ever like created from like my mind and like the world's gonna see it. And I was like, I was so particular. It just I couldn't decide. Dude, it's it's. I mean, it's been like the coolest thing. I, and I'll tell you again, like it really sparked with me. When I started hearing your voice on Z100. <laughs> Do you know what? I never, I heard that they were playing it. People yeah. at my school were like, we heard you on the radio. I yeah. got contacts. I never heard it. I, all right. I, I I promise you. I was like, oh, all right. Let me get myself together. I was like, Maxwell, I'm starting to hear Sammy J on your show right now. Wait, She's got her. Wait, you played my ad for my podcast oh, on your 100%. radio show? I'm, I have to try to find, oh, you know what? I can't touch the computer now because Mo Bounce is working from home. And if I mess with it now, but yeah, okay. like I was going to play it for you now. Yes. I I was like, oh, all right. Time to step the game up, buddy. Because if oh not, my God, that's so, cool. so you, so thank you for being my inspiration. Seriously. Dude, you're my inspiration. <laughs> and you know, I think it's only fair to leave this conversation. You do. You often, you have a stamp of approval to see if something's Maxwell approved. So I want to oh. know, is this podcast Maxwell approved? A thousand, per, a thousand percent. I'm jealous of the fact that you got to hang out with my homie Jordan Fisher again. The hats that you were drawing and coloring with one of the, people don't even realize how much of an artist and how brilliant of an artist, aside from music, that Julia Michaels is. You brought that her. out in her. You know what I mean? But it's, then last but not least, drawings? let me tell you this, Sammy J., just the fact that you got to touch Liza Koshy, all the Maxwell approved stamps everywhere, everywhere. Like you're kicking butt and taking names, dude. I'm increasingly proud of you. So hats off to you for sure. Well, <laughs> thank you so much. That is, I am serious. It's crazy. It's been a crazy four years. I remember the first night we met, you were hosting. Well, that's what I also want to ask you. Yeah. What is your biggest accomplishment? Like, because I remember during the, when we met, it was the Jason Derulo concert wow. and you hosted it and it was like over Times Square and you're like, this is what my goal has been. So was that like your biggest career achievement or has there been something else? I'll, I'll leave you with this. My biggest accomplishment okay. like has, has yet to be achieved. Um, I mean, there's still so much that I want to do. That was cool. Those opportunities were awesome. All the amazing stuff I've gotten to do with Nickelodeon, being 70 feet tall on a giant jumbotron in Times Square was nothing um, I would have ever dreamt when I started thinking, like we started this conversation, I'm just a football kid. Let me try this out. I never imagined those things. And those just, you know, fueled the fire to want to do more, to want to perform more if that's the case or just to want to be better how, how can we do that more consistently how can i you know be that guy to make each and every one of these artists feel the most comfortable that they feel 
So um, I've gotten the opportunity to do a lot of really cool stuff. Not going to lie. But my biggest accomplishment, I goal? think, is, is, still, is still on the other side of. What is it? You know? Uh, Put it on the universe. Manifest Oh, it. oh what, um, I, I'll tell you. And I've told I've, and I'll, someone who you had the chance to talk to. And I've had a conversation with him. Ryan Seacrest, you know, you and I, dude, we've had these convos, bro. When you're tired, when you want to kick your feet up and you want to relax a little bit, you already know you got somebody to step in and be all right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So I've, I've kind of put that type of an energy out there. And, uh, and that's what I'm driving and striving towards. He is a machine. I don't He's know how yeah. Ryan Seacrest you see, like, you've seen sleeps. It. Yeah. Seeing him in action is like whole, the best thing to study. Whole nother ball game, right? I know. He's Listen, you're way, you're brilliant. way ahead of the curve in getting there, you know, and I'm doing my best to work towards that also. So, I mean, all we can continue to do is just, you know, work our tails off and, um, and we're in this together. Uh, I've been told before that success is when, you know, uh, preparation and opportunity meet. So I'm trying to prepare mm. for when that opportunity comes. So that way, when I'm ready, that's where success lies. So still a lot to come, not only from me, but from you too, dude, like, you're doing it, boo. You're doing it. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Maxwell, thank you for coming on. Make sure you go follow Maxwell on Instagram. It's at in Maxwell's house. He is a pretty popping Instagram. I'm not going to lie. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at it's Sammy J. That's I-T-S-S-A-M-M-Y-J-A-Y-E. And also, if you haven't already, you should totally subscribe to the podcast and leave a comment if you'd like. Next week's episode, I know you're going to love. It's going to be our season finale, which is crazy to say. And it is with NBA all-star and mental health advocate, Kevin Love. It is such a good episode. You're going to love it. I love it. And I will see you next week. Bye. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. 
To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 